Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today by Aaron Hahn. Hello. And David Becker, who is yawning. Uh, there we uh, go. Yes, I was, because <laughs> I'm so excited for this week's episode. <laughs> he's so excited, he's yawning. Uh, guys, uh. we have a very special music episode. I, I mean, I promised it to you last week, and now it's here. Uh, David, actually, this was your idea for topic. Yes. So I would very much like to uh, lead you, let you lead into it, rather. So uh, take it away. All right. Well, Aaron's just so... stroking his head so furiously. <laughs> I want this headache to go away. Did you take, like, medicine? What? Did you take, like, medicine for it? No. Have you hydrated? I'm going to do that now. So, the, Good, so there's yeah. two things that could, like, are you hydrating with water? Okay, there's two things that could fix your headache right there. Aaron, yeah, I mean, like... I don't actually <laughs> seek out solutions to my medical problems. <laughs> I just complain about them. David, oh. David, what's the topic for the week? So as I was thinking, we, as a, as a uh, podcast, talk about <clears throat> movies and their entire, in their entirety. We talk about the actors, the film, the score. But that led me to think, what about, like, what we also talk about, like, TV, we talk about everything that we've been watching. And a while back, I watched a music video that really just, like, turned some wheels at me and just, like, got me really thinking. So that led me to the question about music videos. Um, what do they, what do they do to us? Do they, do they have the capacity to tell a worthwhile story? Do they? You're shaking your head. No, no, like, you I disagree. With I, me, you're not going to like what I have to say about this topic. But continue. Oh, um, do you? Do they hold up? Do they hold up? And um, to the songs that they all um, are about, just like there's a lot of unanswered questions about this topic that I think we need to tackle. Well, where do we want to start? I mean, you're leading us. Where are we going? Where are we going first? So the first thing I think we should do is name one of your favorite music videos that you've ever seen and uh, tell, tell us why. Okay. Well, I can start. Aaron. If you want. Go if JC looks like he's... I, I, I'm just, I'm holding, I'm trying to hold back. I know you're not going to like <laughs> what I have to say, and I'm going to try and be very unbiased about it but Aaron well I mean should we talk about our thoughts on them before we, we probably discuss should. our favorite ones we probably should just so it is better well, understanding then, why they're our favorites right, yeah. well then well then start with that Aaron you want to start still well, uh, <laughs> I mean I don't really I was talking to Lacey a little bit about this I don't really watch a lot of music videos just because uh, for me usually music is more in the background, like while I'm doing something else. So I don't want to just like sit down and watch the videos that go along with the music because I want to be doing something else while listening to the music. But I don't have anything like against music videos, I guess, like Lacey apparently does. It's nothing against music videos in general. I think it's a something against the way music videos are. 
I'll get to it. But anyway, <laughs> Aaron, you were, do you have anything else to say about it? Well, I mean, I think... I don't know. I think music videos can be works of art, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's been some fantastic music videos out there. I think any, everyone can agree that there are some really great visually inventive music videos out there. Yeah. But I don't know. There's also... I guess there's some kind of... Um, I think my problem with them usually is I think songs are often like like poetry. Like their lyrics are meant to invoke visual images, but then also be a bit vague about it to allow for like personal interpretation or to like express ideas that sh- can't be visualized in a sense. And so to then put a visual to those lyrics kind of constrains them, you know? Like you could listen to a song and be like, you have like your own interpretation of what it means, but then you watch the music video and the music video might present a completely different story. And you're like, that doesn't seem to fit with what this song is supposed to be about. So I think that's where I kind of run into problems with it. Yeah. That's really my main argument against them is that music videos by nature are redundancies. Like if we have, it's, it's the same problem I have with video games becoming movies. Um, You're taking this, art style, this form of storytelling, and adding another element that doesn't need to be added to it. Like, music tells a story in and of itself, and when you try to add visuals to it, like, there are well-done music videos, but it's like, all right, I'm already getting this story from the song, why do I need to see the story, too? And then if you're not... But at the same time, if you think about, like, books in the movies, (sighs) I think that we can all agree that there are plenty of movies based on books that have been great. So there yeah, is, there is something that could be added. Way to take the words from my mouth. Because <laughs> I was about to, you know, shoot Luke, except I was going to say a lot meaner t- tone to defend well, go, my topic. Well, go for it. Go for it. I mean, you're the one that uh, brought hey, the Hey, Jacob, off, what so. about books that we make into movies? Huh? Yeah. I'm, I would prefer <laughs> if books weren't made into movies, honestly. Okay, but, but think about what if I agree that, okay, you listen to a song and you can it creates its own story in music, mm-hmm. but what about it also adding something completely different that you you mentioned that all oh, like this doesn't fit or this doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But what if it adds like a totally different concept that you never like saw coming or never had the idea into but once you saw it, you just had that aha moment that like, oh my gosh, this I get it now, I understand. Well, I mean, they definitely can do that. I think. I think yeah. one of the one, the, so, the one mean, I picked is one of my favorites. Definitely does that. Has an added element that the song alone doesn't give you. But I mean, but there's still there's so many that seem to fall on the opposite side. So I'm not trying to make any kind of blanket statement that music no, videos yeah. are in general bad because I don't think anything <clears throat> is really you can like say is completely bad. Like any art form, you can't just dismiss. Right. But. I don't know. I just think the majority of them don't seem to work. Especially like with the the current state of music videos where like you can have compelling stories that are really just taken from the lyrics. But if you don't do that, then it's a template music video and it's like, oh, we're going to have the band perform the song and we're going to have conventionally attractive people in the music video and they're going to be dancing and they're going to be happy and then it's going to be like a party scene and then it's going to be all this other stuff. It feels like most music videos, and I'm not saying all obviously, but most music videos are so much of just like a, 
we need a music video. We have a single. We need a music video. <laughs> Let's just have them playing poolside and uh, uh, like the Beverly Hills music video is infamously bad. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, what about the Jonas Brothers Burn It Up music oh, video? Oh, well, that, that, one, one's a, that, that one. one is a banger and a classic. All right, let, me, let, me, let me lay this one out for you. Hitchcock. Uh, you got you got Hitchcock, you got uh, Christopher Nolan, you got whoever directed that Burn Up music video. Like they're just <laughs> right below. Like it's so close in the amount of skill. Aaron, Aaron, oh, okay. I, I don't. I'm not familiar this with this. I've never seen this music video. <laughs> it's so I'm, bad. I'm sorry, I it's don't. So bad. I, like I said, I don't frequently watch music videos, so I don't know why you would assume that one of the few I had seen was a Jonas Brothers one. <laughs> Dude, I was into the Jonas Brothers when I was a kid. I'm not gonna, gonna lie. Aaron, I'm gonna have to send you a link. Don't worry. You, you do that. You do that. <laughs> they have their security guard. Rapping in the music video. <laughs> fun, fun fact: that security guard is Big from Robin Big. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Before before he was with Rob Deerdeck, he was with the Joe Bros. So strange. The Joe Bros. The Joe. Yeah. Bros. Uh, David, what what's what's what's? It, help me understand. What's your fascination with music videos? Um. Well, okay. Not necessarily a fat, fascinating. Okay, music videos are different. They're, I personally love music. Like, like music is one of my, like, like I enjoy movies, but I would say that Jacob and Aaron enjoy movies to a way more extent. Like, that's your outlet. Like, you, like you may sit down and put on a movie, and I'll sit down and put on a good album. Right. I. All right. I. I. You definitely like music more than me, but I, I'm with yes. you on that. Music is like, there's yeah. not a day that goes by that I don't carve like an hour or two out of my day just yeah. to listen to music. But, um, so like, my thought is that, like, I think what really sparked this, um, this whole like idea is one, this music video that I saw recently just like really changed and like opened up my eyes to what the potential is that there is, what the potential music videos have to help out a, um, the community, but also like, um, excuse me, a lot of artists nowadays are coming out with, um, visual albums. And I wanted to kind of maybe talk about that. You get, you have Beyonce, you have Fall Out Boy, you got Frank Ocean. They've all come out with albums and for every single, they're called visual albums. And for every single song, they have a music video that goes along with the song, or it's just like one, you know, hour and a half length video and it moves through and like uh, wh- like where do, do you think those have wh- where do you think those fall aaron and jacob i, I mean have, have, have you seen any i haven't ones? seen any of those i no. saw the follow-up boy <laughs> one and i really love that follow-up boy album save rock and roll that's a really great album from them and most recent album not so much it's pretty bad but <laughs> um i did watch the visual album and i personally wasn't a fan I felt like it was, in my mind, all of these songs were separate. They weren't connected through this overarching story. But when you, like, it felt kind of shoehorned in. I'm not sure if they made that album to be a visual album or if that was kind of like a later decision. I can't speak to the Beyonce album or the, uh, who was it, Frank Ocean? Frank Ocean, Yeah, yes. I can't speak to those, haven't seen them. But as far as the one that I have seen, it, it felt weirdly forced so i don't know if yeah. that's something yeah. and i agree with you on that because 
um when i when I, they were they didn't release that all at once they were releasing that like track by track like right. video by didn't did they span that out over a uh long period of time i i can't i i can't speak to that i don't know yeah, I, that. I have no yeah but um so but yeah so beyonce and frank ocean like frank ocean's visual album was an entire like 48 49 minutes and that was just like it was the, all the songs but it was just like i don't want to ruin it for you guys but it was just one like full video it wasn't split up and it was just one right. coherent thing so I, I don't know and then i believe that's the way beyonce's is and donald glover aka challenge game Beatles new album is not only going to be a concept album but a full visual album as well but so I think that leads me to another thing. Like I love concept albums. They're like one of my favorite things yeah. about music. And that's when I like really don't like uh, music videos for them. Cause it's like, okay, well if you're going to tell me this story, you're going to ask for me to paint this picture. The one that I think of the most recent example, <laughs> David's, what was that? David's just spitting. Oh, sneezing. <laughs> I'm I'm sick. You cut me some brains. I'm sorry. Um, the one, the most recent example that I can think of is the uh, drones. Muses drones. Uh, they made music videos for that, and they're good music videos. They're well made. They're well shot and well directed and acted and stuff like that. But it just didn't fit that picture that I had in my head the whole time. And then you just kind of feel like, oh. Well, you're kind of telling me that I'm wrong, kind of. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That kind of spe- that's kind of like what Aaron was saying, I think, right or no? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, when you when you go see him, when you go read a book, or you go see, and you talk about okay, when you read a book like The Hunger Games, right? Yeah, and and then they portray the. Like they portray the book in the movie, and and they mess say they mess up something. Yeah. In the movie, do you feel that way when you're in the movie? Like, oh wow, this movie's telling me that I'm wrong because like I read it. Th- I, like this is the way I imagined it in the book. Like, but movies I think, I think different. are different because, like I was yeah. saying, songs are typically more poetic in their imagery. Like they they <clears throat> specifically use words and phrases that are meant to invoke either multiple images at the same time or like metaphorical images that you can't actually represent and stuff like that that books don't try to do or at least don't try to do in the same way right so i think it i think it's a different kind of uh deal with music videos than uh film adaptations of books i would agree with that david what's your favorite music video my favorite music video is actually well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, and I want you both to watch this music video after we uh, get off the podcast, because I want you to text me, or Aaron's your phone. Your My phone's phone Now, now tell me yeah. this. Is it going to do that horrible, horrible, horrible thing that music videos do, where they have like a skit at the beginning, or like a skit in the middle of the song? Oh, it's that's like, the oh, worst. Oh, like, if, so whenever much. there's added stuff to it yeah. that's not part of the song, I'm just like, no, I just want to listen to your song. Yeah. I don't need like... Ten you just gotta, you just gotta just walking through the woods. <laughs> no, you just gotta watch this video. It is called. It is by a band called Foxing, and the video is called Night Channels, and it's off you the gotta new tell album me. called David. I'll watch it no matter what. But you gotta tell me if it's gonna do that because I will be very angry if I don't know that beforehand. 
there's a there's an opening scene and then there's an <laughs> I'm, opening I'm just scene. messing with you. I mean, people can do that. I just am personally not a fan. No, but oh, yeah, it's off the new album called Dealer, and I listen to the and I listen to the song. I'm like, okay, this is a great song. I love this song. I, I understood the. I thought I knew what the lyrics meant. I understood it, and then I uh, I saw the video music video dropping like. I, I'm not always. I'm not like oh the guy sitting chomping at the bit like oh they dropped a new. I'm like freaking out like watching the first day. Like I'll be like I'll be scrolling through YouTube when I get bored. I'll be like oh they like they put out a video for this. I wonder what this is about or like you know I wonder what art direction they're going for. Like what do they want me to see? Right. Like to complement their music. Because I think like in my opinion, I think music videos are supposed to what they should do is not only complement the music that has been written and has been like seeing and performed by, I think they should also um, help and help tell the story more if that is in any way possible. Yeah. In, in my opinion, but like, you know, nowadays lots of people take joking aspects and they, they just go off on tangents, but yeah, but yeah, this video, I don't know. I watched it. <clears throat> excuse me. And once, and once I finished the video, and I understood what they were getting at, and it completely changed the song and the entire album for me. Like, like knowing, like, because you know, because when you write, when someone writes a song, and like you listen to that song, you could you could take literally whatever you want from it, right? Yeah, that, right. that's the beauty. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, that that is the beauty. But then I always like find it interesting when, because like no matter like no matter what. I'm gonna take something from a song and that and like that's what I'm gonna like think no matter what. But I always find it interesting when you go back and like you find an interview or you see them talk. They go, "Oh yeah, like the song, like this is what the song's about. This is what's supposed to mean." And you're like, so and you sit there going, "Huh?" Like I was right. You're like, "Really?" And then you try to like piece it together. Like it's like piecing together a puzzle. I don't know, but like this, like because I like I had a pretty good idea what the song was about, what it meant generic idea but then I, I saw this video and i was like wow like blew my mind did not see it coming so i really appreciate it if you guys watch it and then uh, yeah just so uh aaron jacob Aaron, you can go first i'm looking up some examples that i want to give shout outs to for being creative <laughs> oh Okay, so well, like the one, I don't, I don't know if I would say this is my favorite music video. I don't know if I really have a favorite music video, but yeah. this is one where I really thought the video was really powerful and really added something to the song, and that was uh, "Lazarus" by David Bowie. Oh yeah, I actually do really like that music video, especially. I mean, I hadn't seen it until after he died, and then at, watching I hadn't it after either, he yeah. died, that brings on all, you know. Right, uh, like. It, it was released it like a few days before he died, but yeah. then I didn't watch it until afterwards. And when you watch it, it's just like so haunting and yet so beautiful. Just like what he did in this music video, because it's basically yeah. you know like all this uh, imagery of death in a sense. Like he's lying on his deathbed, and uh, at the end of the music video, kind of like steps into this closet as if it's like he's stepping into the casket. And then you have all this stuff like he's wearing like a Ziggy Stardust outfit at one point yeah. and he's like trying to write down something, but he can't figure out exactly what he wants to write down. And it's just this 
beautiful like send off that he created himself. Like it's so yeah. weird. Like it's just this kind of like unbelievable yet magical and awesome product of art that you know David Bowie was like that basically was like his entire career and stuff like that but just like the fact that he basically knew he was going to die and then this was like his farewell to the world like this is my legacy this is what I'm leaving behind it's just really striking really powerful and that kind of visual imagery you don't get from the song itself right even though the song itself also has that kind of like farewell this is my legacy kind of mm-hmm. message in the lyrics so, so you think that the music? You haven't listened to it. Anyone out there listening? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm listening to it uh, after the podcast. I'm also gonna listen to yours, Jacob. So, but um, so air. So you listened to the song before, before the music video. You saw the music video. No, right? I didn't. I didn't listen to the music before I saw the music video. Interesting. Um, I mean, because I wonder. I wonder if that plays a, a factor. Like, if you. Because since you saw the um, music video and, the song, and you listened to the song at the same time, I mean, I think that's a different argument because you know your seat, like you don't already have an opinion on the song. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Because there was like nothing, no interpretation yeah. in my head before seeing it. Because earlier you talked about how music is supposed to like when they write the poetry and the, the visuals that they that they listen. So I wonder that is a interesting topic. Another interesting topic we could possibly, you know, bring up later. That one's very out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> Talking more about the song in general. Um so all you gotta say about Lazarus Saren? I mean I guess so. I, I mean I really love it too. I had heard the song beforehand, so I guess I kinda came at it like, you know, like you said, like knowing the song and it still is a really powerful music video. It's definitely one of the few that I watched and I was like, this is all right by me. <laughs> good good job. Good I, I, job. I dig this. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite and my favorites are not in that same vein. So I'm sorry. Like if I, music is like, like I like sad music but music like more than anything is like an escape almost like it's like oh you can be happy just listening to music so all right music so can take you anywhere i'm gonna give a couple shout outs real quick to everything okay go has ever done in music video form i mean you got the here it goes again the treadmill music video that i'm sure you guys know i don't think so are you kidding is that the, is that the one when they just like four guys on treadmill yeah. and they just hop around yeah. okay i've seen that yeah, there's that. Like a, is okay, that like okay. an early two thousand thing? Yeah, that was like two thousand uh, seven years ago. So yeah, I know earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so here it goes again. Is great. This too shall pass is a great one. Uh, it has a Rube Gold. They do like a Rube Goldberg machine, and it's mm-hmm. insane. And then I won't let you down is a really great one too. Uh, where they like have an insane drone shot with people like all one take like doing umbrella stuff, and that one I'd highly recommend you watch. Also, Strawberry Swing by Coldplay, uh, stop motion chalk animation, which is really cool. My favorite one, and this is gonna sound really weird because it's definitely not in the same vein, but it's uh, Hopeless Wanderer by uh, Mumford and Sons. And Aaron, I don't know if you've seen this music video. I don't think I've seen the music video. No, I'm familiar with the song. Um, yeah, one of yeah, my favorite songs of all song time. And that's why, like, when I watched the music video, I don't remember what made me watch it, but I was like, oh, well, 
I don't know if I want to watch it, but whatever. I watched it. And uh, it doesn't, like, try to tell a story, which I was okay with. And it doesn't, like, have them performing. But instead, it gets Jason Bateman, uh, Ed Helms, Will Forte, and uh, Jason Sudeikis all, like, playing the people in Mumford & Sons. Mm-hmm. Like, doing their normal comedy shtick or whatever. And it's just a fun time. It's a funny video for a song that is a little haunting at times, a little sad, but uh, I don't know. It's 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 a it's just a fun video, and uh, I don't know. I'd highly recommend it if you like Mumford and Sons, which I very much do. So, so, so what I'm getting from this is Jacob, your do's and don'ts of the music video are. Don't have a don't be generic and have your your band playing the actual music in the video. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a don't. Yeah. But if you subvert that by doing comedy while people impersonate the people in the band, that's then, all then fine it's by okay. Me. okay. Subversion's okay. As long as it's not the generic, hey, we're uh oh god, what's the name of that band? <laughs> they had like the Tonight Tonight song. Oh Hasha Ray. Yeah, yeah, Hot Shell Ray. It's like, yeah, we're playing at a house party in the pool, and there's people falling in the pool, and there's babes out on the side in their bikinis. Oh, don't you guys want to hang out at this party? Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> like, oh, God. I hate fun, that fun music fact, video. Hot Shell Ray performed at Kokomo, if you're wondering. Oh, my God. That's that's rock bottom at that point. <laughs> hey, they were there for like an acoustic show or something. I don't know, but like that was way back when. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. We're not gonna make it to Christmas, are we? Not a damn chance. David, thank you for that topic. It uh, it was enlightening for me. I'm going to watch that music video. I'm, I'm excited. Uh. But guys, listen to the song first and then watch it, watch the video. Cause then, cause then okay. we, cause Aaron talked about, it. he saw the video and the song at once. And then that has a different effect on listening to the song and then watching the video. All right. Right, Aaron. Yeah. But the, the video sure. itself is still exceptional. Yeah. You know, in a way that oh, other yeah. videos normally aren't. Anyway, we just you. moved on on this topic. But guys, I moved us back. Guys, let's talk bring about the back, upcoming movies back. of the week. Let's start from least exciting again this week to most exciting. Let's oh, talk about... Are you just gonna, are you just gonna oh, think I'm going you know to what assume, I feel? I'm going to assume Almost Christmas comes out this week, guys. A Christmas movie at the beginning of November. It's too uh, soon. Oh, it's Jacob, almost, almost uh, Christmas. Jacob, you're wearing a Christmas sweater Not right now. Not a Christmas now, sweater, it's a Star Wars sweater. Second of all, have you listened to any Christmas music no. this no, year or so? Not yet. Why would I do Jacob, that? Jacob, have you? That Are happen. you already listening to Christmas music, David? Oh. Come God, on. No. God. No. But I would... I'm oh. still in Halloween mode. <laughs> I'm always yeah, in Halloween mode. Not you, would have to, you would have to pause the podcast for me to listen to my true emotions about Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Well, we're not doing that, so... We're going. Christmas music doesn't start until November fifteenth. Then you can start the Christmas music. It's an arbitrary yeah. date, but I'll take it. Um, Christmas music doesn't start until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're not allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving if you listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. We're getting, we're getting off. We're that, getting that's fine off with me. Off, Thanksgiving right. can go down the drain. I hate it. So let's continue. Um, so no, I think I think I've seen the trailer. This is this. a new comedy from writer director David E. Talbert, 
baggage claim yeah. and producer Will Packer right along think like a man series this Christmas almost Christmas tells the festive story of a beloved patriarch who asks his family for one gift this holiday season to get along if they can honor that wish and spend five days under the same roof without killing same roof without kidding without killing one another it will be a Christmas miracle well, Rated, I, I'm not they mean killing in like a metaphorical sense, or else is this movie much more interesting Rated, than I thought it was going to be? Rated PG-13 for suggestive material, drug content, language. Two like, hours. They're not, they're not they're genre not comedy. To kill each other, right? Release date November 11th. Now that Jacob has wasted minutes of my life. No, I don't think they're that. really going to kill each other. I hope not. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not excited then. Oh yeah, Just there's throw um, it I in a not... double feature with Boo of Medea's Halloween <laughs> and then call it guy. Yeah. Um What a double feature that would be, because you have it's... a Christmas movie and then a Halloween movie on the same disc. Oh. There there's there, there... There's nothing good to say I for me. Yeah, I, so I, I'm can't, not say I can't get behind this movie at all. It it looks pretty bad. So let's move on. <laughs> To Shut In, a movie I had not heard of until writing it down on the template for this week. There's been a lot of TV spots for it lately. Uh, yeah, I saw one um, at The Walking Dead. Oh. I didn't watch it that w- this week, but... Well, people are, uh, comparing uh, it, people are comparing it to The Boy and The Disappointments Room, so we know what that's going to be like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I was looking into this, and the director's only previous film is, like, one of those trashy sci-fi original movies. Oh, no, guys. I was like, hey, maybe this will be good if there's a good director behind it. Like, you know, Don't Breathe had the director of the Evil Dead remake. So I was like, okay, I can get behind this. But this one has, I forget what it was called. I think it was, like, Hammer of the Gods or something. Oh, no. Just a mockbuster. What? Well, Jacob, I w- set, is this supposed to be? A, this is supposed to be like a horror slash thriller, right? Yeah, yeah. Therefore, Mystery my new renowned love, my new renowned love for the horror genre means I want to go see this movie. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, you, I'm you, ha- you still have to go see good ones. Number dude. one, number one, it's not a horror film. It's a mystery and suspense film. Would you like me to read you the, the, the write-up? No, no, there we go. No, no, Shut in no, is a heart-pounding no. thriller starring swear, Naomi Watts as a widowed Lizzie, child. Lizzie, do it. Lizzie, I'll leave Lizzie. it in. It's an outside colonist who lives in isolated existence. There's literally one sentence left. Just let me finish it at this point. You already read this. No, I read it for Oh, whatever. And is presumed dead. She becomes convinced that his ghost is haunting her and her bedridden son. Jacob Tremblay's yeah. in it. There's, there's a ghost, so it's a horror movie. Why is Jacob Tremblay in this? He Because he's, he's too young to be able to discern what movies are worth his time. He's also in Before I Wake, a film that came out January 1st this year and has god-awful reviews. <laughs> But I saw I saw a preview for Before I Wake. No, I think they pushed that back. I think it was supposed to come out this year, and then they pushed it back. Understandably, because it has a thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I remember that one. They like changed the title and they pushed it back, so it didn't come out in January. Nice. That's a great way to cover up your epic failure. Oh crap! People don't like this. We're gonna change the movie's name and like make it come out a year later. So <laughs> yeah, Hollywood does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, that's shut in, guys. 
Uh, now let's talk about a film I am utterly and completely on board, 100% psyched for, Arrival. Me too. Oh my god, I haven't seen anything for it. Don't don't tell me anything. Oh, nothing at all? Nothing. I'm really? going in completely blind. I've, I'm so lucky so far to have not seen anything for this I film. mean, the trailers have been vague themselves, but I still, know, but going in completely know. blind will be very interesting. Uh, we, got, we got Amy Adams. We got Jeremy Renner and Forrest Whitaker. So, great leading three already. Um, mm-hmm. Especially that Jeremy Renner. Mm. Look. What? <laughs> no, he was posting like pictures of him in like a, a cardigan. And he's like on Instagram. He's like November time. I'm like, oh yeah, you get it, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> but no. uh, what? I don't I'm know, ex- man. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this movie actually as well. Like it, it looked interesting, and I saw the. Rotten Tomatoes score, which I won't spoil for you, Jacob. No, it's one hundred percent. I mean, I'd go on Rotten Tomatoes to pick the movies for the upcoming week. Oh yeah, it's at one hundred percent, which really intrigued me. Like with oh, fifty-one okay. reviews, yeah, still at one hundred percent after fifty-four reviews or something like that. Fifty-six now. Yeah. I may, I may no. just go be an accredited reviewer and just you know bombshell it, just like oh yeah, this, this <laughs> utter trash. You're gonna be like that, that guy. one person who like dropped the Godfather score to like ninety nine percent after like me? forty years or whatever. You or be that person, guy. The person? No, I don't know that guy. No one knows that guy. <laughs> I was gonna, but, I was hey, gonna <laughs> mention the person who there. I think there's only one person who made Toy Story three a ninety nine percent. I'm like, oh, go away forever. Oh, and his review was so bad. Yeah, it's it bad. Was so bad. He was like, there's so many potty jokes, and it's like, what? Were you watching the same movie? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I don't remember that at all. But whatever. There was like, so, there was like one. There was like one joke. Was it a Mr. So Jay, head joke? Basically, we need to see Arrival and Shut In. I I'm may go to two Shut movies in. in one week. You can do it. You can do it don't, yourself. I'm just not don't seeing see Shut In. I'm not save, doing it. Just save your I'm money for a better real horror money. Movie. You, Jake, you go to some god awful movie. I have not gone to a god awful movie all year. Uh, we saw we went and saw Ouija. Ouija was awesome. You saw Batman v Superman. Oh! Oh! Ouija. Okay, Aaron, have you seen Ouija? No, oh, not the new one. What's up, guys? Oh. I'm back. God, oh my god. Okay, I think I just woke up my entire house doing that. <laughs> I dropped my pen too. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. All right, fine. We'll go see Arrival. <laughs> but I mean, it 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 looks excellent. Excellent cast. Uh, the director, I haven't seen any of his work. Sicario. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch Sicario. It's on Hulu. I might have to watch that before. It's Arrival. on. It's on Amazon Prime. So I probably will watch it before I see Arrival because I'm definitely seeing this in theaters. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I want to mention though. You guys talked about the trailer for Life last week. Mm, I, it yeah. was before Doctor Strange when I saw it with my family. And oh, I was about to be like, wait. <laughs> yeah, what? no, no. Yeah, it was before Doctor Strange, and I've never wanted to die so much watching a trailer. Oh, okay. So now, so now we're not going to just rip off one movie. We're gonna take the thing, mix it with the with Alien, and then there you go. That's a new movie, guys. And we're gonna call it Life, the most ori- unoriginal film I've ever seen a trailer for in my life. I'm into it. I mean, like, 
Now, why? Because I haven't seen either of those movies, so therefore I'm into it. <laughs> well, you should definitely watch yeah, the thing definitely. if you want a good horror movie. And Alien. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk. Send me a, D- send me a well, DVD. We'll talk about I Alien have, later. I don't have my DVD with me. I have to my both house. of them. I own both of them. Well, when I trade your Ratchet and Clank back, I'll probably I'll take <laughs> the Ratchet and Clank movie or the game. <laughs> the game. No, I just platinum the game. I'll even oh. stand by that Ratchet and Clank is not a garbage fire of a film. It's bad. But it's you like you said fire. you liked it when it came out. Yeah, I like it, but it's bad. I understand that it's bad. I like it <laughs> All right. though. All right. It has some good jokes and. Because ba- I basically scenes? saw the movie because it like all the scenes of the movie are in the game. Yeah. So not all of them, but most of them. Anyway, anyway, Arrival looks <laughs> Arrival. really solid. Really excited for it. We'll probably Should definitely be, be able to talk about it next week. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Guys, let's talk about what we've been watching this week. Let's not overcomplicate matters unnecessarily. My name is Elizabeth. And. Long live Queen Elizabeth. Some girls crack under the pressure. You? You're going to be great. But first, guys, I think we should talk about the big one right out the gate. The one we've all seen. Two things. Uh, I think maybe just say like a couple sentences on it since we're going to have a whole podcast about it next week. Um, You know, don't want to go too early on it. But we want to get the word out. To all of you. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. Have you, <laughs> have, have you been said what movie it was yet? No. no I already said Doctor Strange. He hasn't. Strange. No. I mean, we he all know what it is. He hasn't announced. I already said but it's you Doctor Strange. I said we're going to talk about the big movie of the week, Doctor Strange. But first, two things. I can't remember what the second thing was, but I had a... I... Okay. Oh, yeah. no. The second thing was Doctor we're Strange. going to have a big topic about it next week. So... If you want to send an email of your thoughts on the film, send it to uh, RebootAreadyUnderway at gmail.com. I will read them. I'll vet them. And then maybe you'll be in the podcast. So, Jake checks it every 20 minutes, so make sure you email. Well, it just sends a thing right to my phone when we get an email on that address. So, But, uh, no. So, my two things are... I have a couple things. I have two nitpicky things with this movie. No, no, we're not getting into nitpicking. <laughs> no, we're I know. Gonna... No, that's my one thing. I have two nitpicky things. Oh, but, we'll get to your... the, but you'll get to them next yeah, week, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but okay. but okay. I want to go right right out of the top of my head. I just want to say, oh yeah, I have, I have two problems with this movie. That's but... the first thing you want to say. That's never oh, yeah. a good sign. <laughs> I I open up with the truth, Jacob. Oh, I'm gonna you know who I am as a person. Too. And then number two is, I enjoyed this movie, and seeing it on IMAX was definitely the right yeah, choice. IMAX was stellar, just stellar. I I only saw it in regular two D. Oh, go because, die, Aaron! Because <laughs> the ticket prices are ridiculous here. If yeah, I wanted I IMAX three D, it would have been like twenty five dollars. Holy jeez! Yeah. Well, take it from us: the IMAX is definitely worth it if you haven't seen it. Um, Honestly, it's the first 3D movie I've ever seen that my eyes got, like, really tired watching it because so much is happening on screen at once. Like, your brain cannot process what's happening with those with the 3D added that it, it was... I mean, I was happy about it. I wasn't upset about it, but I liked it. Would I do it again? Yes. <laughs> oh, my, my thing, Doctor Strange. 
uh, my number four movie of the year. It's one of the, the oh, wow. best Marvel films <laughs> I think there is, honestly. And I know I'm going to get a little bit of pushback on that, but I know both of you guys liked it. Um, I liked it better. Did, than did your War. experience in, um, increase the second time when you saw it? Or do you like it as much as you did the uh, first it's time? It's just basically confirmed. Because you just said you saw it twice. Yeah, I, I saw it again with my family uh, on Saturday. And it basically just confirmed what I already thought about it. I'm like, yep, this is uh, unique while still being true to what we love about Marvel. And Okay, that's, that's enough. It's more than two. It is okay, geez, I'm sorry. Aaron, what did you think? You saw it as well. Oh, wait, first, let me also say, Aaron has a review up on his uh, This Clever Blog Name's Already Taken. I have a review up on Jake Lace, both on Tumblr. You can read them both there. Aaron. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I would definitely agree that it's... I don't know if I would... It's definitely not one of the top Marvel movies, but it's definitely better than quite a few. Like, better, <laughs> I liked better it a lot better than, than Ant-Man. <laughs> I liked it a lot Thor better two. than Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, The Dark World. Well, Thor 2, yeah, goes without saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought, obviously, just the effects and the action are incredible. The cast all did a great job. Mm-hmm. And That's three, Aaron. No, three. no. He, well, I mean, these, these are just simple sentence. overall thoughts. <laughs> Action great, cast is great, music was great. Pretty much everything oh, was Michael great, Giacino except the story. Score. The story was pretty much just okay. It, yeah. was, it was predictable. It was what I expected. And, you know, it's a bit disappointing in that regard, but at the same time, it was a solid story. So I can't really, I don't know if I should fault it or not for being predictable. That Michael Giacchino score, though, oh my god, loved it, loved it. I'm like, we need to get you in Marvel more, Mr. Giacchino. He's doing uh, the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, Mr. Giacchino. They just announced that. <laughs> yeah, guess what? I was going to send you that link, Jake, but I'm like, oh, he probably won't care about Why it. Why do we so keep bringing I this did. up? <laughs> I didn't send it to you. I was like, wow, this is probably some great information that he doesn't care about. I'll just hold it to myself. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, I can talk to you about this because I know all the information. Mm-hmm. Jacob doesn't. Wow, sucks to suck, doesn't he? Maybe you should read some links. Mm. That's Man, Doctor that Strange, good. guys. Uh, now let's move on to the other films we've watched. Uh, we have a little bit of uh, heated contention within the podcast um, on a certain film that Aaron watched this week. Aaron, I don't know if you want to do that right now. I can go first, because my list isn't that long anyway, go this week it, overall. So I suppose we should start with the one, that one then. All right, so yeah, this, no, go for it. This week, uh, they put the Neon Demon on Amazon Prime. So I was like, I have to watch this now, even though Lacey obviously did not like it. No, I, I like it fine. I think it was extremely disappointing. That's my official statement. <laughs> And I don't know if it was Lacey lowering my expectations or if it's just like a matter of different tastes, but I genuinely enjoyed this movie. I, hey. I thought it All was right. a good movie. All right. There's Aaron a Han there's enjoys a, a horror movie. I mean, I should chart that one It's up. not a horror film. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> it is a horror movie. It's called The Neon Demon. There's, it's a horror There's movie. no demon in this film. <laughs> Way to ruin it. No, I know. I'm, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just playing around. Um, I think there's a difference between enjoying it and saying it's a good movie, though. Because, like, I enjoyed my time with it, but I was like, that's not good. That's not good. Well, I, I would agree there's a difference, because you, I enjoy bad <laughs> movies all the time. But I think this is legitimately a good movie. Yeah. 
I mean, I, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, obviously, I'll, I'll I think we pretty point. much can both agree on that. Just Jacob really gorgeous, be, great cinematography and everything. I do. You know David, what? Throw that one like in, it. and I will be the deciding okay. factor. <laughs> I'm, I'm David, guaranteeing. I don't know if you're ready for this movie, <laughs> David. I don't. I'm guaranteeing you won't like this movie. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it. But maybe watch it. Throw maybe it in. Me wrong. I, I need, was, a, I need, I am the deciding factor. I was convinced Aaron would not like this movie at all. And I was wrong. So maybe I'll be wrong too. Not here. Throw it in. I mean, I thought the acting was great, especially Elle Fanning. She did an excellent job. Let's see. I don't right. understand what your problem with All it right. was. Here's the thing. I said, we, Aaron and I had a huge long text conversation about this. Uh, I think her acting was fine. It was passable. But her character was written so utterly poorly and had so many random changes in motivation like and I was trying to say, though, I think part of the point of the movie is that these characterizations are thin. <laughs> like These are shallow characters. It's That's such, kind of the point of the movie. It's such a cop-out. It's such a cop-out of cop storytelling. Because that's, that's who Don't these characters worry. are. Are there, are there the barely are characters because they're all about appearances. So she would be so easily uh, manipulated into this new role, in my opinion. I do. That's why I, now I, I will say... Love Where our difference scene. lies is because I agree that <clears throat> I think the major criticism against this movie is that the characters and the plot are really thin and just like like barely anything happens in this movie. There's barely a plot at all. It's very slow moving, takes a long time getting anywhere, and the characters are like barely characters at all and everything. But I think this makes me all of that. All of oh, that I, is intentional. It's slow, it's boring. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, David. I don't think you would enjoy this movie, but I really enjoyed this movie. I think all those moves were intentional to, you know, fuel the larger purpose that the director had was trying to give with the movie. I can see that. I mean, I'm I'm mostly just just busting you up, busting your chops about it because I honestly cannot believe you liked this movie as much as you did. Like, you put it in your top ten, you said. I mean, it dropped down my top ten already because oh. uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Because it, um, was, it was just barely at the end. It was, it was number ten, and then Doctor Strange came in. There are obviously great moments in this film. I think the... Oh, I'm, oh, not, oh, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I'm just going to say the scene with the mirrors and the red and blue side of the mirrors... I mean, I'm not I'm trying not to spoil what happens in the scene, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, that scene was particularly well done. I think the visuals are great. The use of neon, the use of mirrors throughout the entire film, that entire motif was just really well done. And I, I mean, it's what I said when I talked about it the first time. I think if you're interested in film and if you're interested in like learning how to shoot a film, how to make something look absolutely gorgeous then definitely see this movie. I mean, Nicholas Wiffer... <laughs> I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> um, but the director, um, obviously, is really competent in that uh, respect. And right. I, I thought it was great in that, in that way. But very poor and otherwise, especially the horrible, horrible ending. But we're not going to talk about it here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not spoiling, but I also enjoyed the ending. I think the the ending was a bit, the very end of the movie, the final scene was a bit stretched out. It went on a bit longer than it needed to. Mm -hmm. 
but I think I still enjoyed the ending. And I don't think it was an incoherent mess like you were trying to make it out to be right. or whatever. <laughs> like nonsensical. We're not going to get into that. Though, I'm saying that's it's spoilers. No, but. I'm not going to. I'm just saying it was nonsensical that they included it. Why did you include it? It, it's point. It's not pointless, I, but it's overdone. Like it's we get. I, it. I, but like I was arguing, I think the fact that it's overdone is also intentional. Like I think this is just <laughs> us having different expectations yeah. of what the film is trying and, to be. I taste, think that's where our disagreement comes from. As you were saying uh, in the text, taste definitely plays into this film. So, mm-hmm. see, so, it, yeah. maybe you'll like it like Aaron did. Maybe you'll dislike it like I did. Maybe. All right. Should I just continue? Just keep weekend? going. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, Halloween was obviously after the last podcast we had did, but right. for everyone else, it's going to be like two weeks ago or whatever at this point. But my Halloween movie this year was Rosemary's Baby. Oh. I had seen it, like, once before, but it was, like, a long time ago, so I'd completely forgotten mm-hmm. what it was what it was like. And it's a, it's a good movie. It's a oh, very yeah. enjoyable movie, very well-crafted and everything. It's a classic, it, as they say. It is a classic. <laughs> put, put, that a one, movie. put that one in the Criterion collection. It's so good. It already is, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't scour the Criterion collection, but that's awesome that it is. Yeah, I mean, so. well, they have like 600 films now, Fred, <laughs> or whatever, or more. I think they're more than that at this point. Just add what Devil's Backbone. They're just like 600 movies that like... Yeah, they're basically just like very artistic, very... Uh, uh, critically well acclaimed movies that people want to, you know, preserve as examples of high art kind of stuff. Also, oh, there's an Adam Sandler movie in the Criterion collection. Also, Armageddon. Is Armageddon? It? No. Yeah. No. Yes. Armageddon's yes. bad. It was like one of the earliest ones. Oh, <laughs> I okay. think they got kind of like swept okay. up right. in it when it first came out. I they, see that. They're like, oh, Bruce Willis? I mean, yeah, let's just throw him in there. Let's uh, go. Also, the Adam Michael Sandler. Bay is such... <laughs> yeah. Also, the Adam Sandler film is Punch Drunk Love, so it's like actually a really great film. <laughs> so I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? Mainly because Adam Sandler's in it. Was... Oh, see, so he's good in it. I don't know. I mean, I've been... It's not going to be as bad as some of these other ones, but oh, not at all. It's no anyway, pixels. I also saw, I also saw this film called Equals, that came out this year. <sighs> Sounds really, really familiar. What's it, it about? It has uh, Nicholas Holt and Kristen Stewart. It's a sci-fi film. I'm gonna look anyway, up the poster. Wouldn't recommend it. Like, okay. it's it's well made. Like it's di- well directed, and uh, the two give uh great performances but just the story itself is just very bland and very derivative because it's just another one of those sci-fi stories like about a future where like everyone's equal and they've purged emotion from society but then like these two have emotions now and they fall in love and have to escape from the society that doesn't want people to fall oh. in love it's like we've seen so this kind of stuff giver. over and over and over before yeah, yeah the giver sounds... is just one example of many yeah. so in this it just didn't do anything different. It didn't add any new ideas and it didn't add any new plot twists to this familiar story. So I wouldn't recommend it. Right. And then, so, so those were the movies I watched. Then for, uh, for TV this week, I watched uh, the second season of Scream. Why would you do this to yourself? Why? Because Halloween's his favorite month. I, I had to, Lazy. I had to do it. <laughs> what deep, dark, 
depressing moment in your life where you at where you're like, let's watch Scream season two. It can't be worse than the first season, can it? It's longer than the first season two by four episodes. Oh, okay. it's it's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, okay. So let me let me walk you through a few of my favorite moments. Like these aren't spoiler moments. Not that I don't think I don't think anyone would no care. There were spoiler this. moments, but these aren't spoiler moments. I think my favorite episode of the entire season was the one where, okay, so the, the killer has killed this person, mm-hmm. and then the uh, this episode, the people are throwing a, a birthday party, and they go out to the front porch and they find a bottle of alcohol on there with a note saying it's from the person who the killer had killed in the prior episode. So mm. like, oh, that's nice of him to drop off this alcohol. And then they all drink it, and then they start hallucinating. And then they just all start having, like, dream sequences. And that's the entire episode. That, that's the entire episode. There's no purpose. The killer doesn't kill anyone after doing this. He just uh, gives uh, them uh, some uh. alcohol. <laughs> Makes them hallucinate, and that's the entire episode. Um, He's like, oh man, I'm about to mess with these kids so bad right now. (laughs) About to trip balls. And then he's just sitting in the corner just watching them just like trip. Yes. Um, No, that's that's exactly what happened. That is an episode of the show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, that's perfect. Yeah, it's great. I also really like the one episode that opened where this one kid is like he's making toast for breakfast and then he gets out a sharp knife from the drawer and he starts buttering his toast with a sharp knife and then he walks into his parents' bedroom, he stares at them, then he walks out and he starts eating the toast. Cut to the opening credits. That's that's the cold open for an episode of the show. He, he butters toast with a sharp knife. But the knife was gone when he left. No, da, no, it da, wasn't. Da. Thanks, he MTV. Just eats a piece of toast. <laughs> You're really making good content over there, guys. <laughs> it's just this. It's so bad. I don't understand. Like every time Wes Craven's name comes up in the opening credits, because he's still credited as an executive producer. Right. Every time I'm just like, oh, oh no, what have you done to his legacy? Because this this yeah. show just completely yeah. misunderstands everything that the scream franchise stood for like it's it gets wrapped up in all these horror cliches that the original movie was mocking like they have this convoluted backstory about this you know guy who was like betrayed when he was younger or whatever and then they have like people going off to a mystery mansion all alone and like not even commenting on it and they (laughs) the, the season wraps up with the, the climax, I'm not going to spoil who the killer is if anyone out there cares, which I <laughs> don't think anyone should. But... Number one, don't care. Uh, number two. <laughs> yes. But the, but the season wraps up with one of those things where it's like the, there's the two guys, the, the girl has like a gun and there's like the two guys in front of her and she knows one of them's the killer and they're all like, oh, the other guy's the killer. And the other one's like, oh no, the other guy's the killer. And it's like, and then the one does the thing where he just like says something that and then the girl's like oh how did you know that would happen unless you were the killer <laughs> like one of those things again but no oh, one are the calls it out for this it's like they're embracing every single cliche but not doing it ironically or not having a self-aware nature about it they're mm-hmm. just terrible writers 
just everything about this show is trash. The dialogue, the acting, the mystery <laughs> element is just so dumb. It just all these characters just never act like actual human beings at any not. point during this entire show. Why and it they? just misunderstands every single thing about what the Scream franchise is supposed to be. It's so bad. But I watched it. I watched it all. I'm going to watch season three. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> they didn't get renewed, did they? Please no, they got renewed. Who's watching this? Aaron is. Do you the, probably the reason why Aaron's they got it not renewed. the one keeping this show. <laughs> They're like, if Aaron Hahn likes it, we know we're keeping on the air. Let's go. But see, the thing is, they probably think he likes it, but he's just sitting there yeah. laughing at like how bad it is. Like, oh, like he loves the show. Oh, yeah. I do frequently Aaron's, laugh at the show. Uh, Aaron's reviews of like episode by episode of the first season. They're uh. Their quality. <laughs> make you... Yeah, I kind of lost my mind around episode five. Yeah, yeah. Is that all you got this week, Aaron? Yeah, that's all I got. What about um, <clears throat> Atlanta? Oh, well, usually you bring that up, but we can uh-huh. talk about it. Because it was the season finale this week. It was the season finale of Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hopefully, it'll be on Blu-ray soon, so I can hopefully pick it up before it Or like Hulu or something. Yeah. yeah, it it they um, usually put it on Hulu like the week before the new season starts though. Oh, it's one so, of those things. Okay. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but so yeah. I mean, I I was a little underwhelmed, in my personal opinion. I don't know. No, I get I get what you mean because like it it felt a lot like a regular episode of the show. You know, like it didn't feel like yeah. they did they did anything uh, bigger for the season finale. Or, like, had any, like, plot lines that it didn't, like, uh, it was pretty standalone. It didn't really resolve anything from earlier in the season. I mean, it tied up some, like, plot points that, like, he's been trying to, like, since, like, the first episode, I guess. Which makes sense to, like, finish up. Because I don't want to go and do too much with Jacobs here. Mm-hmm. But if it, if it ties up some, like, just basic things that they got, like... That he brings up like, hey, like I need this to happen, and by the end of by that episode, it's like, oh, it happens. You know what I mean? Or, right, right. I know what you mean. So yeah, I'm being very vague for you, Jacob. You're Thank welcome. You. And I do, I do think it was kind of like a fitting end to like a character arc they had going. Yeah, over. yeah. Like it, him, like maturing, him growing up, him learning. Yeah. To... So like, I I understand that part of it, but like, I don't know. I I don't want to say like the last like three or four episodes have just been like. Hitting hard and hitting home, in my opinion, just like hilarious. Like, and maybe I think this episode just... did that. Like the one part where the the police go after the guy who has his yeah. jacket. That was intense. Yeah, I was cracked. I was like, oh, this is this is about to be messed up. But um, yeah. So like, it had those parts, but I don't know. I I feel like I was like, man, the season finale. You should be good, Jacob. Thank you. Aaron just kind of like went off on a little tangent. I was like, oh, but no, that's all right. I feel like. Half of part of it could be like, oh my gosh, this is the season finale. It's about to be like epic, and it like you maybe I hyped it up too much. Yeah. Maybe. Now, as a person who hasn't seen this show, do you think the reason for them having it be just like any other normal episode is to better mirror reality and where every day is just another day? But every day is not just another day in this amazing. But it Man is in real life, Earl. and that's what Earl, really matters. Earl, not Earl. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm just, just making stuff up. Saying. Like it was definitely like an intentional move to just kind of have it be more of a low key yeah. episode. 
And it wasn't a bad episode. It was still no, a good episode. It was just it was just very chill compared to the last four episodes. Right. It's but, like it, it just like didn't really give anything that would have uh led into the next season or like yeah, keep okay. us going over like the break in between. Like, oh thing. I wonder what's gonna happen. Well, I mean, it gave us one thing. Like we know what's happening next season. I didn't say it, Jacob. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just removing okay. headphones I know. just in case. Yeah. But um I, I guess that's all I'm gonna say about it <laughs> until But yeah, good good episode, good great show. <laughs> just like really solid first season. As soon oh, as yeah. I get a chance, well, I, probably... I will watch all of it, guys. So we can actually probably one of my it. top ten shows for the year. Mm. Well, probably my top show that I've watched this year because I'm that's the one show that I've watched. <laughs> but um Well when you're actual, watching The Walking Dead as well. Well yeah, but that's you watch Bojack that that's not recent though. That what like new 2016. like twenty sixteen. That is twenty sixteen. Yeah, the, Walk- the Walking Dead's going on right now. But yeah, I know that. But like, no, oh, you mean like Bojack Horseman premiered this year? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Bojack Horseman's oh new premiere. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Well, guys, yeah, that's you guys are like oh it's premiere season. And we're watching like ten different episodes of ten different shows. I'm like oh I'm gonna watch one show. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I think I only really kept three shows. Yeah, three new shows this year because it was Atlanta. Uh, the good place and no tomorrow. And no tomorrow. Watch no so tomorrow, good. people. Okay. It's, it's really good, but its I, ratings are abysmal. I don't I, think it's going to get a second season. Darn it! Yeah, because I, I heard it was good the first time you talked about it, and then you just never mentioned it again. So I'm like, well, maybe it's not good anymore. No, no, it's good. It's just I always have so much TV that I don't want right. to mention it all every week. We already it take go way super too long. long. <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> but guys, let's uh, move on uh, to mine uh, this week. Just. Day 15 of 15 days of Halloween. I know, it's two weeks after Halloween actually happened, but whatever. Um, I watched Alien, uh, one of my favorite horror films of all time. Uh, it's still fantastic. Every time I watch it, it's fantastic. And that I chest- hear Prometheus is actually equally nope. as good. Nope. Nope. I hear Maybe. Prometheus is better. No, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> messing with you, ladies. I'm okay. totally messing um, that Good thing I haven't seen either scene, of man. them. So every I can time talk about like everything. Every time that chestburster scene comes up, it's 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 horrifying. It's a horrifying scene for a seventies movie. So, and David's gone. Oh, and he. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So that's all. That's all for Alien. We obviously talked about Doctor Strange. Uh, I just want to mention real quick uh, this most recent episode of The Good Place. Still a great show. Uh, yep, loving Adam Scott. Oh God, he's, he's so good. He's such a good job. And even I, I forget her name, but whoever plays uh, Gretchen, not Gretchen. I, I'm thinking you're the worst. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Whose name? The, Janet. Janet. Thank you. They both start with a letter that would make a just sound. <laughs> <laughs> Two completely different letters. Um, Not even similar sounding no, names. No. Um, Not similar characters. Yeah, but Janet and then like Bad Janet was hilarious too. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just a good show. I'm enjoying it. Uh, especially the uh, the karaoke from Hell where they just do like the Nixon tapes. <laughs> like, right. this is, that was great. So, good show. If you haven't been watching, please watch. It's really great. Um, and actually... Aaron, I found my favorite show of 2016 so far. All right. And it's The Crown, the new Netflix, oh, okay. the most expensive television show ever made. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, my God, Aaron. This show is amazing. 
I'm I'm only five episodes in right now, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. It might fall apart in the next five episodes. Um, so you're gonna get like the, my impressions of the first half of the season right now. My impressions of the second half next week. Um, my God, Claire Foy is an amazing actress. Um, also, what else is she been in? Nothing. Like nothing. Like big. Oh, what? This is like oh, her first okay. real role. Um, not real role, obviously, but you know, first leading role. Um, number one, gosh, there's just so much good about it. Uh, the hair and makeup, perfect. Uh, it it does the period uh, period piece setting nearly mm-hmm. perfect. Um, she looks a lot like Queen Elizabeth II, which is crazy because she's not. But like, she looks exactly like Queen Elizabeth II did when she was that age. What? She's Isn't not. that weird? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. She's not the person, right? Um, well, that's crazy. I thought they would have had the real deal if it was the most expensive show. I know, right? But I think they use like all the actual locations, which is pretty awesome. That's probably why it costs so much. Um, John Lithgow as uh, Winston Churchill. Oh my God, John Lithgow nice. is like I. You know, I've seen him in How I Met Your Mother, um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So, like, I mean, both good. He does a good job in both of them. But, like, he can act, man. He can really act. Um, his, his scenes are some of the, mo- like, the best ones in the whole show so far. Um, just everyone. There's not a bad performer in the show. Matt Smith is in it as well. Um, it's just, it's absolutely great. I, I cannot stress enough that if you are not watching The Crown right now, and you like political dramas, watch The Crown, because it is, oh my god. Uh, the first episode's a little slow. Uh, you know, they're building you into this real world. I mean, no spoilers for real life, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's about uh, King Henry VI, uh, his death, and passing the crown on to Queen Elizabeth II, who is actually the queen right now. Um, mm-hmm. And... I wonder what she thinks about the show. I, I, I know. see her just like blogging, <laughs> be like, "Yo, this actually didn't happen. Like, it went down this way." Yeah, I I really wonder if she watches the show because that would be hilarious to me. Um, but it, it's so strange to watch a show about like true events, and they'd be like, "This is my favorite character," and then be like, "No, that's a real person." <laughs> like, because Princess Margaret, man. Oh my god, I love Princess Margaret. She is one of the best parts of the show, and she's so underutilized right now. I'm like, you need to just use her more. She's great. Um, So do you think, question, Yeah. obviously, she's still alive. Princess Margaret? I don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. No, I mean, like, like, like what the show is about, what is the show about again? Like, the real life events of... Queen, Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, okay, that's fine. Never yeah. mind. Um, Me- messed up the yeah. I don't know. There's... How many of them? <laughs> oh, a couple. <laughs> there were only, there were only least, a couple queens throughout. At the, least two history. Yeah. At least at, at least, least two we know there were at least two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people hate Americans. <laughs> uh, the most recent episode I watched was about um her. How do why can't I think coronation? I suppose would be the right word. Why right. why can't I think of that? Um, and that's that was my favorite episode so far. Um, I think 
it, it almost felt like like a season finale of the show. Like they could have ended it there and been like, all right, I'm ready for next season, which they already have ordered. So I'm pretty excited to see where this goes. Um, but I mean, this is a big win for Netflix. I think quality wise, I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know who's watching this. Probably just a lot of British people and me. So <laughs> I'll um, probably check it out too if you so highly recommend it i do like i don't know i'm a bit more cautious getting into netflix originals now because it's just it's just like this weird thing where it's like i know what you're doing you're just pumping out all this content because you just need one viewer to get hooked into one show and then you have them for life and it's like i don't like your business model but you do produce quality content yeah. so i no, i i do recommend it and if you do watch it stay till the second episode because I, I realize the first episode's slow and that's because they're building up what's going to happen later but um i i got really confused have you guys seen the king's speech yeah yeah i got really confused no no okay well it's about king henry the sixth and him like overcoming his speech impediment uh to speak uh to the people of england and i for some did, reason, did that win some awards or something. Like yeah, that? it's yeah, it's, it's an outstanding film. It's like one of my favorite movies, um, which I don't think Aaron is. On the no, same I level. Don't, I'm not with you. Uh, oh, I loved it. Um, I love this kind of stuff, though. Like I, I like period pieces. Period pieces, yes. Because earlier we, I said, "Oh man, I love biopics." I don't think that's true. I don't love biopics because then it's just like, let's follow them from birth to death. But when it's just like you said it in this specific time, I think. Usually the product is pretty great. Um, I, forgot, I forgot what I was even going to say. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that King Henry VI and this is the same King Henry VI in the King's Speech. Because so I was like, wait, that's not Colin, Colin Firth. And I'm like, wait, it's not, it's not a shared British universe. <laughs> like, they're not just going to be like, oh, Colin Firth, you play King Henry VI again. Um, yeah, that's why I was really confused why he was stuttering. And I'm like, what? There's another king that did this? No, it's the same. It's the same king. Um, but yeah, they also throw that C word out like right away in the show. I'm like, oh, okay, guys. <laughs> I understand this is a British show, but American people might watch. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Highly recommend. I'm just blabbering at this point. But whew, if you want to see some high end acting, check out The Crown. David, what have you been watching this week? Uh, my week is pretty. Pretty simple as always. All right. I feel like I feel like I'm a cookie cutter TV show watcher right now because I'm like a normal human being where I like to start a show and finish a show, Jacob. I'm finishing uh, the crown. Stab. <laughs> Don't get stab, me wrong. Stab, I'm, stab, I'm finishing uh-huh. that. Stab, stab, poke, poke, poke. Okay. So and then I'm going to and then I'm going to watch Downton Abbey because I found the first hey, season. Hey. What? Hey. Finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> but Downton Abbey looks really good, and I would like to watch that. <laughs> Just finish, finish one first. Exactly. See? Okay, so, as me and Aaron already mentioned, we saw the season finale of it. And for all you viewers Excuse out me. there, David's Excuse currently me, dying. I coughed. Okay. But, um, no, I watched the season finale of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. I watched... Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Which, I didn't even mention yep. that. That was an insane game. It was. And I didn't really, because I don't like baseball. don't really watch baseball. Jacob was giving me, like, this disgusting look. No, I, really like, don't I don't care. I don't it's watch more, baseball, but it's my favorite sport of all of them to watch. I, so. I agree, yeah. Yeah. 
because football that is enjoy- boring AF. So I'm not watching that. football. All right, this is a football is so boring. I'm not gonna. Oh, let's next see. week's podcast. Let's see how we can hit each other harder and get that ball down that field, guys. America. <laughs> now I'm just doing it to mess with you. I really don't hate it that much. Anyway, I saw the Chicago Cubs win the World Series, and you know it was cool. Wasn't really expecting to. I think I was at work. I just got drawn into it because it was like, man, like this is this is it. Like, are they gonna break the curse? I I feel like I was watching to see if they were gonna break the curse rather than like who won and who lost. You know what I mean? That'll mm-hmm. definitely be a Disney film. There's no doubt oh. about it. That will be a Disney sports film at one point. Yeah. So I watched that. Um, saw Doctor Strange. We talked about that earlier. I'm still continuing to watch Shameless, and oh my goodness, what a show it is. Aaron, you should watch Shameless before you watch The Crown. I already have so many shows lined up before okay, The Crown. The, okay, The Crown is ten episodes. Shameless is five seasons. Six. <clears throat> Six. Six and still going on, right? Yeah, season seven's going on right now, but rumor is that like this is the last season. It's still a lot of seasons. Yeah, it's too many. That's showtime, right? <laughs> Yes. Showtime never knows when to end their shows. Looking at you, Dexter. What about Weeds? Was that a Showtime show? Yeah. That went on for like nine seasons, right? Too long? Yeah, something yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, I also watched uh, The Walking Dead. I didn't get to watch it this week because uh, the cable at my college didn't get AMC for whatever reason. Like, it normally gets AMC, but it just didn't have a signal this today. I don't know what's so up. That happened to me, like, it was at, like, the mid-season finale. Of course, Walking Dead has mid-season finales. I feel like it's like, oh, it's the quarter-season finale. we got to watch this. Like, <laughs> It's the first episode finale, guys. Here we go. <laughs> like, they always look for excuses to, like, make the episodes longer. And i like, I don't really complain because I'm like, okay, I'm Walking Dead. Oh, more, yeah, like, next week is, like, an hour, hour and a half. It's an hour something. and a half, yeah. And I bet it's not going to be worth it. <laughs> Just like but, the, the season five, six finale. What season are we in? Seven? Six. Are we in six? Yeah, okay, then the season the five finale didn't need to be 90 minutes. No, but you know what? I don't care. I'm just kind of chilling. It was it was a solid episode. Learned a lot more about char- um, some characters. And uh, Negan especially. And uh, I don't want to ruin too much because you yeah, obviously are going to watch it. Does Daryl die? Daryl Daryl's in this episode. I, if he dies, then Be I'll right. watch it like right away. Remember, remember that. Remember that really overdone poster joke. If Daryl dies, we riot. Everyone, everyone die. <laughs> like, what a horrible joke to keep going. Okay, we get it. The first season, you really like him. Second season, okay, cute. Third season, nope, no. Nope. All right, still going. Fourth season, no. Okay, guys, now it's getting old. Fifth season, nope, nope. Seriously, this is getting out of hand. Sixth season, all right. I don't even care anymore. Shut up. Everyone, just shut up about the damn that thing. Pretty much perfectly mirrored the show in general <laughs> <laughs> no but um, I'm, I'm hyped up I'm today pretty... guys let's do this let's do this what i don't know this pod this little show we do this little i mean i'm, I'm still watching pretty much just because you know so many other people watch and it's like you need a show to talk to people about 
Unlike a show like yeah. The Crown or whatever, where it's like yeah. two people are watching it. <laughs> I got Caroline to watch it. I think she was going to watch it anyway, but like I have her to talk to about it, but she's still behind me, so I can't even talk to her about it, so it's pretty but, sad. Uh, speaking of like having something to talk about, some like watching a show that, to talk to someone about, I had this really weird experience. I, I mentioned this to you earlier in the week, Jacob. I was <laughs> oh, sitting yeah. at work, and it just, just tripped me out. Really weird. I, so, sitting at work, and... Like my friend comes up and she's like, "What do you What do you watch?" And I'm like, "Oh, Shameless." And then this guy was getting his mail because I work at a front desk and I get mail for people. It's a great job because I get to watch Netflix all day. But um, and he goes, "Oh, he's watching Shameless." I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I am." I'm like, "Yeah, I love the show." He's like, "Oh my god, I love the show too." And then I find out that like he loves like he loves it's always on. Basically, all my favorite TV shows this dude has watched like we watched the exact like prison break walking dead always sunny and all of my favorite episodes he always think like did, he, did he like did he like look like you from the future no or something? no 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 no, no. Oh. they're just weird soulmates looking weird looking kid <laughs> internet i'm not weird looking yeah i mean i wasn't gonna say <laughs> thanks jake <laughs> you're welcome buddy i have self-confidence don't worry I know who I am, but yeah, but I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I was just, I was, it was just really tripped out. I'm like, is this like, are we supposed to be friends? Like, I don't know. Like, what would you, what would you do if someone showed up was like, oh, we have like all of these things in common. What? Like, I'd be like, I'd room? be like, cool. I'd marry them Good, right there on now. the spot. I don't know. Aaron and I have very different opinions on what to do. When that <laughs> we have like the polar opposite. Opinions. Yeah. But uh, to finish up, the last thing that I watched was the Lions going to overtime. That was and, a great uh, game. It, I watched the last quarter. Watched the Lions make that drive and go into overtime and win that game. And Golden Tate did front flip in the end zone. I was like, okay, let's go. I don't know what this is. Is this a football? And that's what this is. We were watching it at work, so of course I know what happened in that game. Because someone I work with lost his mind when they won. He he just just yeah, over the over the, the playoff, moon about the playoff, it. Playoff run is still alive. Sure. Okay. Is that all you got for us today, David? Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to our newest segment: pitch it or ditch it. Excuse me. Excuse me. This week, David decided he wanted to do a little bit of an MTV show. So, guys. Because you know why? Music videos, music TV. Oh, I, yeah. I texted Lacey, and I was like, it took me like like 10 minutes to understand the connection there. And I was like, oh, it's so sad that I don't even register MTV as having ever played music videos anymore. Because back in the glory <laughs> days, it's all that they played. But now we have all these great reality TV shows. And Scream. And scream. Bring Daria back. Speak, speaking Bring of which, Daria can I back. go first? Can I go first? Are we going to have the same idea? <laughs> I don't know if we are. We might have very <laughs> similar ones. Aaron, you can go first. Uh, whatever. So, yeah. One, one, okay. Here at MTV, one of our most popular mm. and critically acclaimed. Can, can we use that phrase? Uh, critically, if, if we, critically seen. Might work critically better. reviewed yes yes critically evaluated yes shows is scream 
the TV series, of course. That's a show. Okay. People love this show. I th- I think I think people love the show. We have I mean, three Aaron, Aaron Hahn loves the show. Therefore, we're keeping it going just for him. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? I think we haven't honored the legacy of Wes Craven enough oh, yet. No. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think what we need to do now mm-hmm. is we need to adapt his his uh, other best known work. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Okay? We need to adapt this mm-hmm. into a TV Tell show. Tell me about it. But we need yeah. to, we need to, you know, we, we know what works now. We know what worked with Scream. Is what we have to do is we have to take this great property and then just completely strip it of every single recognizable element and dumb it down <laughs> to, like, the lowest common denominator trash you can find. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So, we're... So we're going to get Freddy Krueger. He'll still be named Freddy Krueger, but we don't want to actually make him look like Freddy Krueger. I'm going to spell it with like a C. Too, yeah, it, it, will spell, yeah. it will be spelled with a... Freddy with like a C, a right? I at the end of Freddy and a C uh, at the front of Krueger. So it'll no, be like no, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Freddy with a C. Freddy with a C. <laughs> Freddy with a silent C. <laughs> All right. So we, can't, do we don't want to actually make him look... Like the classic Freddy Krueger look. We need to reinvent this like we did with Ghostface by just giving him this really terrible round mask that looks really terrible. I haven't seen and him mask. wearing like a black rain cone, coat or whatever. That's it's great. So we'll give him like a red and green striped sweater, but we'll make them like vertical stripes instead oh. of horizontal. You know, mm-hmm. switch it up. And so then that for his clawed hands, it's like or no, for his hat, instead of wearing a fedora, maybe he'll wear like a like a top hat or like like maybe a beanie cap or something. You know, what beanie caps are scary. Or like a bandana that could yeah. work. And then for his clawed hands, you know, that's like the most recognizable element. So we obviously can't have that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna just like instead of having claws on f- his four fingers, he's just gonna have a claw on one finger. You know what finger that's gonna be? The middle finger. The middle finger, yeah. I'm so good he'll at just walk around. He'll just be walking twist. around. I was thinking you were going to go with Rakes. Interesting. <laughs> no, he's going to be walking around, and he's just going to be, like, sticking his middle finger, literally, like, giving all these teenagers the middle finger. And Wes Craven. And Wes Craven and the audience. He'll be just going around, giving them all the middle finger. Also, let me just say real quick, just took, did a Google image search of the Scream mask from the TV series, and yep. it's horrible. It's, it's really so bad. bad. It's so bad. Uh, okay. Um. So that's that's the kind of redesign we want to apply to this other iconic horror killer, you know? Oh, I agree. So that's going to be our killer. And then, just like Scream, we stripped it of all its self-awareness and self-referential humor. We need to do the same with Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're not going to have nightmares on this. There's not going to be any dreaming in this. Audiences don't want dreaming. We want more people hallucinating with alcohol so that's pretty of much course, all yes. the show is going to be the teenagers are just going to drink and maybe maybe Freddy Krueger doesn't even kill anyone maybe he just drinks alongside them maybe they eat some toast that they butter with sharp knives maybe that's another plot of an episode who knows it could be but the the main thing is we're just not going to have any nightmares because we, we why would we have nightmares? It's not like those those that's the reason people are fans of the franchise is the great killer and that standout element. 
no, we saw that in Scream, that they don't care about any of those things. No, no, so, yeah. kid, kids don't want that anymore. Kids don't want good. They no, want and we, and we have to make sure we cram in terrible unknown pop songs like every 20 Are seconds. Are you kidding? Nope. Nope. And if you watch it on MTV, they even have like a little banner that will come on the screen and tell you the artist true. and the name of the song during the middle of the program. And they'll just oh. like keep on popping in and out. <laughs> okay. I always kind of like that about MTV. So maybe we'll get some like, I don't, I don't know who's popular with the kids nowadays. Taylor Swift. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we'll have the other, we have the other girl from that Disney Channel show, Bella Thorne. So let's just get the other one for Nightmare that's on Elm Street. That's true, yeah, yeah. I think it could work, so, guys. So yeah, that's my pitch. We're just pretty much going to literally give the middle finger to a bunch of our teenagers, our audience, and Wes Craven. I'm into it. That's my I'm pitch. I'm into it, too. And we're, you know what we're going to do for your budget? Tell me. Tell me, Jacob. <laughs> Go never mind. I, nope. <laughs> never mind. Go for it. No, go for it. Go for it. We're go going to it. dig up Wes Craven's body <laughs> and auction off different pieces of his body at, at an auction. And, you know, we're going to use that money because if, if, if Scream, the TV series, wasn't a big enough slap in the face and, and, and a pissing on his ideas and what he stood for in life, then you know what? We're truly going to do that for him this time. I'm sorry, Wes Craven. I don't really mean that. I'm playing a character. Um, I think that's it. I don't know. All right. Jacob, do you want to lead with your great idea next? or Okay, so my should... idea was kind of like that with Halloween. So oh, all right. I'm, I'm going to change it. I'm going to think of something new on the spot, hopefully. Um, oh, okay. David, would you like to go first? <laughs> I had something, but now I forgot. Oh, I, I, I can go. Yeah, I've forgotten I, it already. I need all the. I need actually all the funding. Meaning, you're not your show is not getting any funding because my show is new, revolutionary, and different. Okay. So, you know, one of MTV's best TV shows, uh, Catfish. Indeed, that's an MTV Indeed. show. I thought that was TLC. It, nope, Catfish. Uh, is I don't know since, anything about cable. Since right. 2012. Well. I have been thought of this great original idea called Dog Bird. <laughs> now, cat, <laughs> okay, and Catfish, mm. um, Nev, and the other guy that with gray hair don't know his name, but um, they Never go around. The show, actually, oh, okay, I'll explain it to you then, Aaron. So basically, well, I, what based, I understand what the <clears throat> yeah, I mean, oh, catfish. I don't is know what the common term. Are. So yeah, so, ba- so what I'm gonna do is. You're going to get actors that look a lot like Nev and the other guy. Except he won't have gray hair. Maybe he'll have like black hair. a deep black hair. Like oil slick black. Like greaser hair. And they're going to go around and they're going to teach people how to, how to catfish people. And how to expose people's weaknesses and emotions. <laughs> and okay. see what they, can, what they can elicit. Because therefore... They're going to be creating because it, it's the opposite of catfishing. It's called dog birding, right? Is, is is a bird the opposite of a fish? I googled it. And that's what that is, well, that's what it said. <laughs> Did you literally <laughs> Google what's the opposite of fish and it's yeah. like bird? Because that's amazing. <laughs> yes, bird bird is the opposite of a fish. All right. All right. <laughs> so, 
So basically what happens is because this show will feed into Catfish, therefore we can have an indefinite amount of seasons. Right? So this also helps my show, but it also helps Catfish, meaning we're always going to be making new seasons, new seasons, because there's always going to be more content helping not only my show, but MTV as a whole. Mm. Mm. Dog bird. Mm. Mm. Rolls off the tongue, just like Catfish. I, Aaron, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, I, I quite like this show. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I think, now, hear me out. We'll take all of the money Nickelodeon earned from Cat Dog and put that <laughs> towards Dog Fish. No, they're... Dog Bird. There's dog no Bird, fish. sorry. Sorry. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm on, so Lacey. sorry. We, as um, we established, the opposite of Fish yeah. and Bird. <laughs> yes, I'll get it. This is simple math or grammar or I don't know what it is, but it's something. It's it's a thing. This is something as as we have decided as a society. A yes. Simple conversion factor, not a big deal. All right. Well, that's I, that. I agree. Yes. All the profits of cat dog goes bit, to yeah. dog nailed bird. it. Goes in the dog bird. <laughs> Guys, my idea. Now, it's, excuse me. This is going to be a little underdeveloped. Um, one of our most famous television shows, of course. One of, one of our most endeared and loved shows by all uh young old uh other contrasts uh is <laughs> teen wolf we all, we all love teen wolf don't we i mean it's it was a sh- it was a movie back in the 80s you got michael j fox you got the guy in the background with his uh private parts out you got all that stuff <laughs> but you know what's really good that also has werewolves in it Twilight. Oh, you nailed it right there. You nailed it right there. Now, I, I we could go the easy route and be like, let's just adapt Twilight into a television show. Maybe it'll be better than the horrible films. Doubt it. The source material's bad. But I say we take a different route. I say we adapt the gender-swapped version that Stephanie Meyer released <laughs> of the original Twilight you know, uh-huh. I think it could really work. I mean, no one's ever seen this story before, even though it's legitimately the same story, just gender swapped, that she literally sold for actual money in an actual storefront area. But you know what? I think we could really, hey, uh, really, hey, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey person who I don't know the name of and refuse to learn. They did it first. Oh well. So wow, wow, that's that's fascinating because Fifty Shades of Grey is just Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. And so she yeah. stole something from someone who stole so something she, from her. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a circle of life. Are you just realizing this? Like, No, like, no, like I knew it was fan fiction, but I didn't realize she stole from the person who stole from her. I thought she did it first. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that makes things even more interesting. Maybe we can have a Fifty Shades of Grey crossover episode. And, uh... No, because then the animal cruelty comes in and that just gets weird. <laughs> the um animal cruelty you know what he means Lacey you know what he means the werewolves I'm not explaining this to you I don't or... want to explain it to you <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly so confused and I don't know why do, do you show. understand what Fifty Shades of Grey is about yeah I, obviously I do then add that yeah to your werewolves Okay, yeah, so I was right, but you guys looked at me like I was saying something completely off base. You looked like you didn't understand what it was getting at. At first I didn't, but I I get it now. I get it now. We had to explain it 
So the joke is pointless. Just edit the whole thing out. Nope, it's too late. Delete the entire podcast. It's in there. Delete all all twenty six podcasts. Guys, whatever, whatever our number is. What what do you think? What do you think? uh, What do you think about my idea? Well, I mean, you you totally missed the joke, and you made me explain it. So I don't. I'm not feeling a lot of love for this movie right now. Because because internet. Let me let me explain something. You could have a great idea, but if producers and the funders don't like you your movie's not going to get funded interesting <laughs> interesting moral to be teaching but this is the thing this is going to make bank with all the desperate teenagers that loved the original twilight who are now desperate adults i don't know i mean aaron should we get some blood money oh oh what excuse me because you know vamp- <laughs> vampires okay money, but i don't know if you're being legitimate here with like actual okay no no i made up play on words god i, I have to explain another joke i want fire to this Aaron and i were both confused about that one we didn't know where you were going and guys what's what's the funding on this guy come on guys get, get, get seven me. vials of blood seven what <laughs> not currency um, but uh, miles why are you measuring vials 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 oh okay Miles, yeah, we're gonna. I mean, miles. I mean, if you if you measure it in miles, like how thick it's would a, the how thick would the stream be from mile to well, mile? I don't know it's a, miles are distant. it's the it's the always sunny the always sunny joke where he's like, how are you counting the liquid? Oh, you know, I just count it as it comes out of the pipe. You're counting liquid. <laughs> the bug, the blood bug. Guys, that's yes. Your budget is seven miles of blood. Seven I, miles. Uh, yes. Of blood, I could probably sell yeah, that, that for negative. a good profit. Oh, oh, that makes me even more, even more. Because yeah. okay. is O negative universal? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Yes, what? This donor and receiver. I just said universal. Universal it's donor. Yeah. Okay, donor. That, that that was my question. I was like, is it universal? And you both. Were if like, it's yes. one, it's like, oh, another. not receiver. No, no, Thank not you. receiver. I don't understand no. how the human anatomy works, guys. Let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! Um, I have a little blast from the past for you guys this week. You know, putting all the movies I've ever seen into an IMDb list. Uh, it makes you realize that you've seen a lot of bad films uh, in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Films that maybe at the time you didn't realize were as utterly garbage as they actually were. Guys, today I want to talk about a little uh, little film called uh, Hoodwinked. What? Now this is in the uh, post-Shrek, we're going to rip off everything about Shrek Shrek is so big, let's rip off Shrek uh, pandemic that swept through movie studios everywhere. Um, Is that a pandemic? Who else did that? It's a pandemic, because then you got the happily never after movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you got, got, uh, what's the the mirror mirror? The live action? uh, Crapping down the throats of... of, uh... Like reinventing fairy tales. Yeah. And then then you you got Once Upon a Time. One of the worst TV shows I've ever seen in my life. Hey, 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 hey. It's a good show. 
Aaron, you defend it because you've spent so much time in it. You can't honestly defend Stockholm show. Syndrome at uh, <laughs> yeah. season six or whatever, <laughs> whatever they're at. I think they're like seven now, aren't they? No, I think it's six because they want to end with seven. Such a okay arbitrary number. Anyway, um, ah, wait a minute. I watched Breaking Bad as well. Okay, we're past it. It's, the moment no, is no, gone. We're not. The moment Breaking is gone. Breaking Bad's a great. David, we're trying to keep it under two hours this week. <laughs> guys, Hoodwinked. Have you guys seen Hoodwinked? Yes. yes. It's horrible, I, I'm, right? I'm not completely off base here. I don't know. I'm, I may have to fight for some rights right now. Are you kidding? All right, so I, I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, that's, a, that's a, a fine film. But then you go back, and I watched the trailer. I watched the trailer for the original one mm-hmm. again. Also, there was Hoodwinked 2 that came out uh, <clears throat> yeah, six years later. Six years later with different cast playing the same characters. Oh, we're really making a real quality film here, guys. Um, Hoodwinked 2, Hood versus Evil. Is that basically. really? That's, yeah. Okay. yeah. Gotta get that subtitle on there. But Alright, so the top build cast. We got Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. We got Glenn Close. We got Patrick mm-hmm. Warburton. Who, I mean, I love mm-hmm. myself some Patrick Warburton. Don't get me wrong. Indeed. And then you got Jim Belushi, the unwanted yep. Belushi brother. And <laughs> um, you got Anthony Anderson. You got some guy whose name starts with an X, and his name is Zizbit. X-Z-I-B-I-T. Did you, have a, did you have a seizure? What did you just say? Yeah, uh, his name <laughs> is Zizbit. And he was born in Detroit, so really representing the state good. Thanks, it's a bit. And it's, uh, Don't it's worry. a movie. We have like... So, number one, the animation is absolutely atrocious. Like, you look at this, and you look at any other movie that came out this year. Uh, I think Incredibles was 2004, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, so Incredibles, so. a year before this movie came out, looks absolutely gorgeous it's a gorgeous film and then you look at this film came out a year later and looks like people just were like i have some fairy tale assets would you like to throw them together into a movie (laughs) kids are so dumb they'll watch anything (laughs) oh oh our pockets are gonna be so rich and full after this little debacle of a film well how much money does the movie make (laughs) well uh that's a great question let's look it up uh, so the budget was seventeen million five hundred thousand dollars. That's not a lot for animation. No, and it shows. And then they made fifty-one million dollars. Enough for a sequel. Enough for a sequel six years later with a different voice cast. <laughs> it's like the people who were in this. They were like they just kind of lied to them because you know you can lie to voice actors, and they're like. This is this is a new Pixar movie. This is this is the new Pixar film. You wanna, you wanna yeah, vo- voice actors are kind of gullible like that, you know. They just well, I mean, you can't they, just believe well, anything. Ha- have you have you been have you been following the SAG after strike right now? No, I haven't actually. Uh, like apparently, video games, and I don't know if it's animated films. I think it might it might just be video games, but like they can lie completely about what the project is, who, what character they're oh, playing. Okay. Yeah, and so that's like what they're fighting for. They're on strike right now. Part of what they're fighting for. Okay, I, I guess I take back my comment then. Yeah, I mean, like, not not that they're no, they not are gullible. No, but they aren't gullible. But people can you, actually trick them. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna show you guys a screenshot from this film, 
the audience can't see this, just go on to the hoodwinked IMDb page. Take a look at the third photo and tell me if you don't just want to instantly burn down the studio that made this film. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's real animation from a real he, he's film. The, he's the yodeler. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. And he played by Jim Belushi, everyone. Oh, we all love him in According to Jim, don't we? Oh, let's put him in a movie that kids will understand who Jim Belushi is. Oh, the parents will love it. <laughs> oh, we're going to be rich from this one, guys. Shrek money all the way to the bank. <laughs> so, I remember liking this movie as a kid. I do, too. I so that's my thing. it hasn't... Held up well. Oh, just when's the last time you watched this? When's the last time I watched it? Yeah. I watched it maybe two years ago now. Mm-hmm. I watched it when it came out, and then it was just like you know, you're watching a kid. You get, I have three little sis, four little sisters, but three in the demographic for this film. You owned it on on DVD. I'm like, oh well, I'm babysitting. Let's watch a film that I remember sort of liking. Maybe you guys will like it, and then you watch it. Well, kids are dumb, aren't they? And uh, oh, I remember that the villain like was really obvious or whatever. Like they just completely gave it away. Yeah, who the villain was. Well, like, we get to we get to ruin it, don't we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The villain was what the bunny. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I yeah. think it was the bunny or whatever. And yeah, it, was, it was like this one moment where like red falls out of like a one of those elevated train car things and or yeah. whatever. Because like. Does the wolf do like flashbacks? Like try to piece them together. Yeah. So yeah, that... I haven't even talked about the plot of this film. This is like a crime drama. Yeah. A, a crime drama about yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. And with the wolf coming and to the... CBS next fall. <laughs> and I remember, yeah. I remember the grandma was actually like super extreme. Yeah. She, like, oh, skiing, like, oh. Right? yeah. It was right at that time where everyone's into the cool skateboarding and skiing. Oh, extreme sports. Triple X is a big film. Everyone loves Triple X. Vin Diesel. Oh, he's doing he's doing stunts. He's jumping from planes and Speaking blowing of up cars. X, they're actually coming out with another one. And it looks I still so understand this franchise. I've seen the new the trailer for the new one like five times, and I'm like, I, I just don't it understand make what this franchise is. Have you seen the first Triple X? No, I've never seen it. I, okay, I watched the, the first half and had to turn it off. No, don't. Do I don't it. know if I want to. Don't watch. do it. It's so bad. It's horribly bad. I, I saw the first one and the second one has like ice cube in it. I'm yeah, sure. Vin Diesel was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing number two. You know, I'm making enough Fast and Furious money right now. I don't need to touch that ever again." And then he made the pacifier, and it all went downhill from there. The pacifier is such on Netflix movie. now. Is it really? I'm gonna yeah. have to watch that. Like, that's a great movie. I might have to watch it just so I can understand what you people are talking about. <laughs> you people. <laughs> I can understand what you people are talking about. You people who watch The Pacifier willingly. Oh, I used to watch it. Which all. I guess it, I will I now be it. among you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I loved it back <laughs> Join my ranks, comrade. Join. Um, yeah, so it's a bad film. It, it's really bad. Um, never watch it. If you have a chance to watch it, say, no, nah, you know, I think I'm good. I I don't think I need to watch Glenn Close act, act you know lower herself to such a horrible horrendous film. I don't need to listen to Jim Belushi's stupid voice. All right, and I don't need that. You know he was in. I love the Jim Belushi. <laughs> I, I just like to pick on Jim Belushi. He's a fine guy. Um, 
I just, I'm just picking on him. But he was also in the wild. So, you know, he has a great track record for, <laughs> for, for animated films, don't you, Jim Belushi? Just, <clears throat> but you can listen to pa- Patrick Warburton. That's the only good part of the film. Patrick Warburton's silky smooth deep voice that you just want to wrap yourself in um, mm-hmm. and uh, be warm. Also, Anne Hathaway, acting below herself. Uh, come on, guys. Like, I understand maybe you're just like, this is the new Pixar movie. I don't know. That might might have been extremely illegal. You might want to uh, sue if you can. I, I mean, it's years, years later, but... I think we all should be able to sue the makers <laughs> of this movie <laughs> yeah. for subjecting us. <laughs> yeah. um, what is... Can I, I, I extort money from someone? I'm <gasps> in. Oh, wait. No, they extorted the money from you, Wait, guys. David. That's I've... what happened here. I think I might have just cracked the case on this. Huh, like in the crime drama, Hoodwinked? What a classic this... movie we're talking Oh my god. <laughs> this is a Philippines movie. This is a movie from the Philippines. This is this is a yeah. foreign film. Wait, yeah. Hoodwinked? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't know, know that? that? Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, fine. Foreign films are yeah. fine, but... It was made for English. It was made for English. I would, oh, okay. I would assume, like, because the animation would still have to line up. Oh, animated independently entirely. Okay, yeah, okay. Because, yeah, okay. I, I got a little confused there, because I'm like, the only way this would make sense if this was some, like, rip-off Shrek thing from a different country that they're like, no, put it on the shelves, guys, and uh, maybe they'll get confused. Um, all right, I'm, do- I'm done talking about this. I can't figure out what the, who, who made this film. What studio? What do you mean who made this? Oh, what studio? The Weinstein? The Weinstein Company? Did you, you make this? You make this piece of trash? You, uh... Sure. Oh, well, now we have a uh, Fault in Your Stars provided by Aaron Hunt. Well, what? Are we moving on, Lacey? One, one final thing. If you watch this movie, may God have mercy on your soul. All right, now we're moving on <laughs> to The Fault. In your stars. Oh, okay. I didn't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong, and I hate you. Aaron, you got a little something for us this week, all right? Uh Uh-huh. Is it music-themed? It's not music-themed. Oh, you meant... Not really. I'm sorry. No one told me. (gasps) Did you not... You obviously missed the connection between (laughs) MTV... Yeah, I did. I told you that. I missed that. I didn't know what... People wanted from me. Aaron, would you yep. like to read us the review? Alright, so I have a, I have a couple, because there's okay. some that's not going to give it away, but I just, I love this one, this first one. So this one, one and a half stars. Okay, well. I have never not enjoyed a movie as this one. I really <laughs> didn't like it at all. However, it would probably be better had I not been 13, and had Megan, Megan complaining about how bad it was. Wow. By the way, I didn't like it, but it did have a good theme. It is funny in some parts, but for the most part, it was too unrealistic to me. Come on, Megan. Yeah, come <laughs> on, Megan. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's The Hangover. Um, the Hangover, <laughs> is that considered a good film? I don't know. I haven't. I don't know what the Rotten uh, Tomato score is, but I didn't think it was very good at all. Um, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that one in the back of our mind. Also, 
It probably isn't because Aaron's like, I don't know if it's a good film. <laughs> so, well, no, I know this one's a good film. I don't okay. know if The Hangover is a good film. Okay. Ha! See, look, oh. we extorted. It's not The Hangover out of Aaron. Yeah. My plan yeah. is working. Anyway, Dang okay. Not. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get this one from this one either, but this one's a bit more specific. Okay. Okay. Zero stars. Oh, no. I know that without this detail, there would be no movie, but in blank, blank denied blank because he saw evil in him, but blank became evil because he was rejected. All that conflict could have been avoided if blank wasn't so paranoid. I know what it is. What? Don't, don't guess, but l- let's talk it over. What do you think it is? I think... It's part of a perfect trilogy. Nope, it's not. It's not Star Wars Episode Three. I had no, the same no, thought, but no, it's not it's that. It's an animated movie with Jack Black. It's part of a perfect trilogy. It's the first Kung Fu Panda. Look at it's a, look at Aaron's smile. <laughs> Aaron cannot smile. All right, read us the last one. We're not gonna guess. We're not gonna guess, but we'll, we'll keep that in the back. One and a half stars. Okay. I feel like a skadoosh okay, for watching yeah. this. <laughs> Yes, that's a good film, though. I I agree with these reviewers, though. It's a it's a bad film. Hey, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm I'm just messing around. Skadoosh, dude! I can't. I totally died from that second review. No idea. It's like oh, like because the one guy's like, oh, I watched that 13, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, you could have been avoided if he would just gave him the scroll. Like basically gave him the scroll. I was like, oh my god, like I I know what he's talking about. Wow. I've never clicked like that before. That's weird. Would you like to finish the uh, review here? What? That was it. That was it? That was the whole review? review. I don't know. That one was actually kind of clever, though. I mean, it's clever, but that's not a review. That's that's a sentence. No, it's not. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Guys, a short episode this week. In comparison. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's a relative term. Um, So sorry about last week. (laughs) Last week was super long. Like I even, I even edited stuff out and it was still really long. Um, Guys, thanks for listening again. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully these shorter episodes are a little more uh, your speed because we're going to try and keep them a little bit shorter. Um, If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at little flame dude on Twitter and this clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr, and he posted an awesome review for Doctor Strange. I should check it out. Uh, also, go see Doctor Strange, because next week we're talking about it. Uh, David, if you want to find him around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. What's your Instagram, David? At dbex. At dbex, no 15. Two S's. Two S's, no 15. Um... Yeah, you can find them at those places. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at uh, Jacob Scott Music on Twitter. You can find me at uh, Jake Lace on Instagram. I think I'm just going to delete Instagram, though. Uh, no, you don't follow the right people. It's super dumb. I don't, like, I don't, it, I don't care who I follow. They're all, everything that gets posted on Instagram just gets posted on Twitter, too. So I'd rather just see it on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, I, I might not stick around on there. Um, but I also wrote a review for Doctor Strange. It's not great. I'm not good, but um, you can read it. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, sure. Uh, you can read that at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, maybe a review for Arrival? Maybe? Uh, depending on when I see it and uh, whether I'd like to dive deep into my thoughts about it at that particular moment. But, you know, 
you know how it goes. You're here, you're there, you're everywhere. I'm just rambling. Um, and if you want to follow the podcast, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, you're listening to us on one of those already. Uh, but you can also subscribe on there. Uh, you'll get updates for when we post new episodes. Um, and yeah, you can follow us at Reboot Already Un on Twitter. Um, and if you want to have your opinion on Doctor Strange read, if someone out there is listening and would like to write an email, um, has made it this far, uh, you can send us an email at RebootAreadyUnderway at gmail.com. Um, we'll read it and you can be a part of the show next week. Um, probably won't get any, but you know, just it's out there for people who are listening. Um, and yeah, way to, way to think up. Way hey man, you know, thank you for tuning. You got to lower. You got to. You got to lower your expectations so you can. So you can enjoy the neon demon. I, you know, I was going there, but you, you just took it right out from under me. But that's all right. You know, I've raised expectations for the crown so high that no one's going to like it who listened to me talk about it. So, uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all again next week with a brand new episode, and it should be a good.